0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Faith Dragon. I know it's been a couple of weeks and I have fallen off the train tracks. Let me just tell you, you get a little distracted with Thanksgiving and then it's another thing and another thing and you know what? I have no real excuses. I just have not been doing it, but we're back. We're back before the holidays. I may take another couple weeks off depending on how the holidays are going or I might release like five episodes in a row because I have a lot of extra time. Who knows? uh but that's besides the point this is faith dragon the podcast where we are trying to make the changes that we know we need to make that we really want to make and we just we're just having trouble so we're coming together as a as a group i'm helping you you're helping me and we're just going to talk about things that we struggle with so that we can try to get past them and encourage one another um i'm still i promised you guys i was working on getting a guest on and I have taken at least one step <laughs> since I last talked about this, so there's that no no dates on on the books yet for that, but that's coming okay today, we are talking about media, and I don't mean like news media, I mean like the media that we consume, media that we consume affects the way that we think uh and the main three things we're gonna be talking about are music uh movies, and t v shows so videos. Uh, and then games; it, those are those are three topics. Those are all different types of media, um, each with their own unique strengths and weaknesses, and things that uh, change how we think. So, um, I got some scripture from Colossians that I'm going to go through: Colossians three, one through eleven. And we're going to see what the Bible has to say about this. Uh, my my thesis statement for this episode, I guess, would be that a brief uh, brush with ungodly content may not change as much like we're in the world we're going to be exposed to things but repeated conscious exposure rewrites the narratives that we tell ourselves about the way that the world should work and our understanding our, our, our worldview the bible gives us patterns habits and models for how we should live but the world is going to give us an earth uh, like a fleshly perspective so that's that's the the premise right okay Colossians 3, 1 through 11. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. He says, seek the things that are above where Christ is. Verse 2, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. That's going to be one of our key passages. Verse 3, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. That's talking about being in heaven. Okay. Verse 5. This is the hard part. This is the hard part. Y'all listen up. Put to death what is earthly in you. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming on account of these the wrath of god is coming verse 7 in these you too once walked when you were living in them but now you must put them all away anger wrath malice slander and obscene talk from your mouth do not lie to one another seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator so again we're contrasting the old self with the new self verse 11 Uh, this one's not quite as related, but it's part of the passage. So here we go. Verse 11 here. There is not Greek and Jew circumcised and uncircumcised barbarian, Scythian slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. Okay. I hope that scripture cut you as deep as it cut me because this is some my toes, my toes are stepped on. If you know what I mean? Uh, Set your minds on things above, not on things that are on earth. That's a hard. All we've known is this earth. All we've known is what's around us. What we see, touch, feel, taste, um, you know, it's really hard. Put to death. Therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion. I think in this case, it's talking about like, um, like passion of the flesh, like lust and stuff like that. Evil desire and covetousness, which is idolatry. <sighs> Just, that's hard. Okay. So there's our scripture basis. And I can go on and on about that. And we're going to use this as a reference going forward. Um, I already talked about our agenda for today. is going to be talking about music, videos, and games. I'm guilty of all these. Okay. So all the stuff that I'm saying, i pointing all five fingers back at myself. Because this is all stuff that I need practice with. That I've, I've been practicing it. Uh, more so in the past year or so, but I have, I need this reminder. So hopefully, uh, I'm not gonna come across as like judgy or anything, 'cause 'cause trust me, I'm right here with you. This is just something that I feel like I need to focus on, and God was like, hey, you're struggling with this. There's probably other people struggling with this. So here we go. Remember, this is a podcast, so we're doing this together. If you have feedback, if something I'm saying is encouraging or cutting, or you know, you have some encouragement for me, I've got a prayer for me. Thank you. Uh, you can send a message to Ethan at faithdragon dot com. If you email Ethan at faithdragon dot com, that will get sent over to me, and I would love to start a conversation. All right. First thing, music. Who? I I love music. I love all kinds of music, many different genres. Um, I love looking at lyrics for songs. I love the the songwriting process, the music lyric writing process. But so many popular songs today on the radio and such are about infatuation. I won't even say it's about love because they're really not about love. They're about the infatuation stage of a relationship, the the discovery, ooh I see you and I like you, I'm going to pursue you. that part of the relationship. Now, if you look in the Bible, like you can see examples where pursuit And uh, infatuation, like the butterfly kind of stage, is something that is modeled in the Bible. And like you know, God gave us that butterfly feeling for a reason. You know, like that's something that attracts us to one another. So it's I'm not saying that infatuation in of itself is wrong, but what I'm what I'm going to get into in a second is just that infatuation is one part of it, and that's the that's like the part that gets your blood pressure not blood pressure what do you call it gets your heart rate heart rate up you know that's the part that's like exciting right people think about so many so many songs and movies and stuff are all about that they with things like i've never felt this way with anyone else or you just i just feel so good when i'm with you or i can't live without you i can't imagine my life without you and although that can be true to some extent you know like feelings and emotions are real um that there's so many songs that focus all on how a person makes us feel. And in a real relationship, it's not always based on feelings. You have to choose love. Love is not something you fall into, infatuation is something you fall into. Okay. I can't control what I, uh, you know, feel like throughout the day, you know, but I can choose my actions and I can choose what I focus on and I can choose what I put my effort and time into. And so even if I don't feel like being a good husband, I can choose to do things that are, you know, a good husband would do. Um, songs today, a lot of popular ones focus on what feels good. What's easy. They encourage impulsive behavior like, Hey, tonight's tonight. Let's get it on while we can, you know, like that kind of style. Um, and frankly a lot of them are just immoral they talk about giving in to the desires of the flesh especially sexual desires like so many songs are, 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 ex- are frankly explicit very explicit um about uh you know sexual stuff so I would just um and what's sad is like a lot of times you know the beats are bumping you know like they're fun to listen to and they're catchy and all that stuff but if you're not careful like a lot of music if you just listen to what you're fed on the radio and stuff it's gonna change the way that you see relationships it's gonna change the way that you think about um love and and love is defined in the scripture as um, uh, you know patient and loving and self-sacrifice sorry i can't use the word love to define love you know it's about self-sacrifice It's about the best interests of others if we contrast that with you know worship music that's talking about uh, ascribing honor and blessings to God. And and you're remembering mighty works that God has done, or you're reflecting on the faithfulness of God, or, uh, the song is encouraging, uh, you know, godly behavior as opposed to fleshly behavior, um, or songs that are literally just scripture that are given music. Um, there's a lot of music out there that sets our minds on, on, on heavenly things as opposed to earthly things. There's nothing wrong with a good love song, you know, that's, that, that models the the biblical definition of love um you know in a marriage and stuff I, it's not that we can't sing anything besides worship music uh, i just mean that when we fill our heads with the world's definition of love um it's it's really just infatuation it's it's going to skew our perspective so if we have spend time listening to god focused and scripture focused and biblically modeled uh lyrics and stuff, then it's going to shift our uh, theology more towards being in line with scripture. That That's why hymns and stuff are so powerful because the words are in and of themselves teaching us doctrine and teaching us theology. That's why it's so important. Uh, man, I'm 10 minutes in and we're only on the first thing. Oh, I guess I did cover the scripture already. Uh, that's all right. We might go a little, bit, a little bit long today. Videos. Oh my goodness. This is something that I've grown up knowing videos my whole life but some you know my mom said she remembers when she got the first their family got the first tv you know so video is a fairly new uh, medium uh music has is been around forever you know in the bible they talk about symbols and clashing the clashing symbols and the, the gongs and the drums and if you look in every almost every i don't know of a culture around the world that does not have music so like that's a kind of a universal think video it leverages the power of the visual stimulus. Okay, so it's not just sound anymore, it's also your sight. And some images are really hard to get out of your head, let me just tell you, Um, especially for guys. Guys are visual, if you see something, all I'm saying is it can really affect how you see the world. Um, Now I'm gonna call out a few different movies and shows and stuff. And again, I'm not, like, judging anyone for this because, like, I've probably seen parts of each of these things at some point. And this is from my experience that it does not do good things for you, okay? When I was growing up, like, in high school and stuff, there was these... The movies, uh, the Saw movies, were really popular. And they had a lot of graphic... I mean, it was, like, the point of the movie was to show off, like, torture devices and stuff like that. And people just were just so... Fascinated with that, um but movies that focus on violence, like for the sake of violence, that's not something that's gonna be good for us, like in our lives. I mean, just imagine, like it was hard for me to even like see clearly because I was I would have these images in my head of like, you know, graphic violence. I, I'm not gonna go in and describing what was in those kinds of movies, but um if you know what i'm talking about if you've seen it Um, other types of movies like uh, a lot of horror movies are again like slasher film that's all about what's like the most gruesome way we can kill people and and you're basically a voyeur to watching people die um horrific deaths and it makes you feel better because it's not you but it's like why why are we subjecting our minds to this and then now and when it's dark in your own house and you know it's safe you have this sort of feeling of nervousness because there could be something around the corner to kill you it's like you're putting that into your mind um i hesitate to even say this because i know a lot of christians that watch this show but my one of my personal pet peeves is game of thrones i love lord of the rings i love you know medieval fantasy all that stuff game of thrones has all that but it just includes a lot of sexual content and it it it's it amplifies and glorifies, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but sexual content in the sense that it's like, uh, gra- like people per pursuing sex over relationships. It's not really about relationships or marriage or anything like that it's all about, you know, people lusting and getting what they want. And that's aside from the violence in the show, which, you know, who knows, like, I've not wildly watched. I think I've seen clips and bits of it here and there, but you know, it's something like that's something I've had to refrain from because I know that if, even though I enjoy that kind of aesthetic and those kinds of stories, it's got content in it. That's just going to be bad for me. Like it's going to affect the way that I, that I think, and it's not going to be good. You know, Um, I don't think I need to say anything else about that. Another type of movie is like, comedies that use a lot of um suggestive humor or a lot of foul language like i feel like some movies they think it's just funny just to swear so they just swear up and down um you know if i'm seeing a movie like saving private ryan there might be a lot of language or violence in it but see to me something like that is different because it's actually showing like a historical event that happened or something like passion of the christ where it's violent but it's like it's telling a story and it's like honoring um something it's not for just for the sake of violence you know it's trying it's trying to illustrate something that like illustrate a point uh you know so i'm not saying that each each type of these each types of these content is like necessarily bad in and of itself but you just got to think again like what am i putting into my head and what it, how is this shaping my view of the world um and my understanding is it positive or negative okay um the third type of medium is games um i'm a, I'm a huge fan of video games grew up playing video games a lot i have cut back tremendously as an adult especially in the past um, year or two um one out of necessity just having kids but two i I've realized that games were affecting my uh outlook on the world I was getting a lot out of video games that I should have been getting out of, uh, you know, God. And I should have been getting out of my family and and out of, uh, you know, some of the creative outlets and and ideas that God has been giving me. Like this podcast, for instance. Part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I'm not playing as many video games. Now I have putting my creative efforts towards this. And uh, it's riskier, you know, put myself out there. But I'd rather risk something in the real world and help somebody than risk something in the game and feel a little bit better about myself and feel a little more powerful which is the kind of thing that i do okay so a few different popular games and if you're not familiar with the video game industry these days uh this may not really stick out to you but games like grand theft auto super super popular uh franchise but it's all about being a criminal like literally the point of the game is to like be a like a gang member and a mafia, like a mob boss and stuff like the name is grand theft auto. Like you, you know, stealing cars, uh, selling drugs, assassinations. Like it's a crime. Like a game, the whole point of the game is to commit crimes. So it's super popular because it's fun to be bad in a game where you're like extra powerful and you can just outrun the police and there's no consequences to your actions. But what is that, Doing to my mind, it's it's it's, you know I I don't I haven't personally I've not personally played that game, but that's just the kind of stuff I think you know if I am committing sinful acts in a game for fun without consequences, you know what is that reinforcing in my mind that I can get away with disobeying God with no consequences? You know, so uh, that that's hope that I hope that's self evident in that example. Um, a game like, uh, Call of Duty, gosh, it's such a fun game. This one I do have a lot of experience with and, um, the story mode, uh, that, that's a little bit different than the, like the multiplayer experience. Like in the story mode, you are a soldier or multiple soldiers where you're doing, uh, you know, a mission to, you know, uh, for a noble, for a noble cause generally, um, helping win the war, um. And you know some of them are more historical fiction and stuff, and you can get an idea of like the kinds of uh things that soldiers went through and I can understand that, but there's another side to that where the game also featured a multiplayer uh and this is kind of what it's known for like online teams of people as as soldiers like fighting against each other and it's uh, it's just mostly pretty much about getting kills like how many enemy soldiers can you kill? and you die and you respawn a few seconds later and you come back to life instantly. You can go back into the fray and fire and shoot and blow up stuff. And you know, there's a, there's a lot of that's, that's fun. Like, but I realized that by doing that, what, how is that affecting my view of the sanctity of life? How is that affecting my view of violence as a solution to my problems or me lashing out at someone and them being able to just, Respawn and come back to life instantly, or even for myself, like doing something, putting myself out. Oh, it's okay if I make some fatal mistake, I can just come back. Now, I'm all about making mistakes, but make like mistakes with a safety net, you know? Don't do something that's gonna, you can't, like, it's irreversible, I guess. Um, I had some other games I was gonna bring up, but I think at this point, I think you got it, so I'm gonna move on. Um, at some point, in my life, I've tried most of the things I talked about. Like not everything, but I'm kind of I'm speaking from experience when I say that when I personally have consumed a lot of ungodly content, um, I'm more easily distracted by earthly things. My focus is on you know temporal things, what I can get right now. Uh, I'm more tempted to sin. I I've, I'm more aware of opportunities to sin, and I, there's a stronger desire in my flesh to do those things that I've been witnessing. Um, my attitude is poorer. Um, I'm, I'm more like inward focused. I'm more selfish. I'm not, uh, I'm not thinking about how I can serve others. I'm not thinking, certainly not thinking about God and, and, and the peace that he's given us through, um, his son, Jesus. So that's something that I, I think we'll always need to be practicing it because we live in the world, but we don't want to be of the world. Um, we want to have a clear head and a clean heart. So we should focus on what are we filling our hearts and minds with? Are we putting in godly things or are we putting in garbage? Uh, I'm going to go back and read our scripture focus, uh, at least the middle part of it. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory what a beautiful hope we have. See, that's the kind of content that I want to be focusing on. I want to be focusing on what do I have with Christ, and he, he's going to empower me and inspire me to do good. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, uh, lust, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. In these two, you once walked... When you were living in them, but now you must put them all away anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. So I know this is a little bit of a longer episode, but uh, you know, maybe I'm just a little rusty. You know, just get back to anything. I put all my notes in this in this Google Doc, and so I was kind of just going through them, and might have been why I was droning down, but uh, I'm going to close this out with a prayer here. And again, if you have any thoughts on any of this, I'd love to hear them. Um, Ethan at FaithDragon.com. Ethan at FaithDragon.com. Send me a note. I'd love to start a conversation. Dear Lord, thank you for the Bible, for giving us the written word that is something we can consume, Lord. We can we can take that. We can read it over and over again. We can put that into our minds. You've equipped us with what we need obey your word your word says to fill our minds with things above to set our minds on things above and you've given us that thank you for your word help us to have a desire god i know for me sometimes it's hard to even have a desire to want to read your word but every time i do i'm, I'm lifted up i'm closer to you I, my mind is closer to you so help my unbelief lord help my unbelief that i know your word will bring me closer to you but i don't always believe it i don't always act as if i believe it so god i believe but help my unbelief and i pray for anyone listening that is struggling with um the media they consume help them to see what it is that is getting in the way and what is blocking them from hearing from you and thinking of you and uh and worshiping you and honoring you um and i pray that for myself as well lord um thank you for listening and helping us, even though we're weak in our flesh, that uh, you love to have us depend on you. We, We depend on you fully for all of this, God. We cannot make these changes in our heart ourselves. We need your spirit, Lord, so we ask for your strength. We love you, God, and we lift all these things up to you. Amen.